Thank you for listening, and we hope this message will strengthen and help you in your walk with God. So we're going to open our Bibles up to Psalms 91. You know, I have been um, hearing lately, and I, I think I mentioned this when I was in, when we were in D.C., one of the ministers, Carol Morrison, said that September, something was coming, and it wasn't good. And so, you know, we need to be on alert, and we need to be aware of the times and the days that we are living in so that we can know where we need to be, what we need to be doing, so we stay protected at all times. Amen? So in Psalms 91, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I always, when I, when I start speaking this verse over myself, I always say, I dwell. I'm the one that dwells in the secret place. You know, I take that authority, I take that position, and I declare that I am living in the secret place. Amen? I'm living in that place. I'm living under that covering. I'm living under that shelter. I'm in that hiding place. I am concealed. That's where I am. And another word for that, sec- uh, for that word secret place, it really means surrounded by clouds or clouds of covering. And so that just brought me, uh, we're going to go in just a minute to Exodus. And we're going to talk about being under that covering, under that protection, so that you and I, in this hour and in this day, no matter what comes against us, we are not accessible by the enemy. Amen? So that we need to stay. And one of the things we need to do is what Ephesians uh, 2 6 says we need to stay seated stay in our seat no matter what happens around us no matter what is going on so we stay in that place that we can see the way heaven sees things and it is really crucial in this hour for you and I to walk in the shadow of the almighty to stay under that covering to stay in that cloud to stay in that place so that we rem- we actually abide there, we live there, we remain there. We're not jumping up and down. We're not jumping in and out of our chair. So let's go to Exodus chapter uh, 14. Hallelujah. This is the children of Israel. We all know this story, you know, but it just gives us such a picture. You know, the Old Testament really gives us a great picture. And, you know, we can, we can see it, and when we can see something then we can take hold of it. And so in Exodus, it says, in Exodus 14, verse 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before, and I'm not going to try to say these names, they're going to go and they're going to camp, and they're going to be in this place that is by the sea, on the foot of the wilderness. And verse 4, And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all the hosts, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord, and they did so. And so here are the children of Israel. We all know they've come out of Egypt. They've come out with all signs and wonders and all the miracles that God did, and they're in that place now where they're they're encamping, and they're right by the Red Sea. They're in the 
right by the wilderness. They're in this place. And we know that Pharaoh is getting ticked in Egypt. He is not happy that his slaves have left, that they have gone out of Egypt, and who is going to do the work? Who is going to do this? And he's really unhappy. And so what they do is they get their hearts hardened, and they, they go against what God said. And so they decide that they are going to go after the children of Israel. And then I want us to look back at 13, and let's look at verse 21. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud, and light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. So here in this wilderness, when they're in camp, they got a fire by night and a cloud, a covering, a shelter, a protection, just like Psalm said. Many uh, scholars think and Jewish people think that Moses wrote Psalms 91. Some think David wrote it. Some think uh, Moses wrote it. But since this is a cloud of covering, it's really what he's talking about in Psalms 91, the first verse. And so here they are in this cloud by night, in this cloud by day, in this fire by night. And here comes Pharaoh. And Pharaoh comes with this huge army. I mean, a massive army. And it says, all the chariots of Egypt, all these soldiers, all these weapons are coming up against Israel. Israel left with food, and they left with very little. They, they went, they packed their stuff, but they're not sitting there as an army. They're not sitting in that place that they have all these weapons and that they're in a place that they can take on the army of Egypt. So Egypt is advancing. Egypt is going towards Israel, and as Egypt is going, God is covering and protecting his people. And as long as his people stay in that covering and as long as his people stay in that place, they're going to be kept and they're going to be protected. Now, what would have happened if one of the Israelites or a family got out and went towards Pharaoh? They would have been killed. That's the importance of dwelling where God's got you to dwell, in that secret place, under, the, under that cloud, under that protection where God has put you because God put them there on purpose. God led them to that place on purpose. And he did it to show his mighty hand, but he did it to protect them. Amen? And so here are all these chariots and the army. And verse 10 says, And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their voice, their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. So here they are. They see the enemy. I'm telling you, y'all, we've got to be prepared that we may see the enemy right before our eyeballs. It's what we do in that, chance, that time that makes going to make a difference with our lives. We've got to stay in that secret place. And so here they are. Pharaoh's drawing nigh. The children of Israel, they are looking. They're not just looking. They are beholding what is going on. They are looking at the advancement 
of the armies of Egypt. They're looking at how many there are. They're looking at their horses. They're looking at their chariots. They're looking at their weapons. That word when they're saying, I mean, they are beholden. When you behold something, what does your mind begin to do? When you're looking at something, you begin to look, and your mind can either go to fear or faith. It's going to do one or the other. And if you're beholding and you keep your eyes on that enemy, you're going to get in fear. And that's exactly what is happening to Israel. And so they're looking, and fear is beginning to grip their soul. And they get in that place. They first cry out to the Lord. And then what do they do? Verse 11. And they said unto Moses, Because... There were no graves in Egypt. This makes no sense. When you get into fear, you make absolutely no sense. You just start mouthing off to blame somebody. Think about that. Because there were no graves in Egypt, has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore has thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. That makes absolutely no sense. They were already murmuring and complaining, crying out to God, Deliver us, deliver us, deliver us, deliver us. But, you know, they, they did that for days and weeks and months. They were crying out to God. Bring us out of this trap. Bring us out of this mess. We do not like the conditions that we are living in. And what does God do? He delivers them. And he does it with signs and wonders and miracles. He does things in their life that only God could do to show his people who he is. Right? We've all had God do things in our life. And it's to show us who he is. So the next time that we get in trouble, we know that God will bring us out, right? So, I mean, they are just standing in that place that they are in fear. They're in dread, and they're not thinking right. You know, you should write this down. Anytime you are beholding the enemy, check your thought life. <laughs> Look at what you are meditating on and what you are thinking, you know. And if you'll do that, then catch yourself in that, because that's a trap. That's a snare. That puts you in a place that you don't hear from God. And so, it says in verse 13, now, wait a minute. They are under the cloud, Right? By, they've got the fire. They're seeing all of this. They're seeing God. They're looking at God, but they took their eyes off of the cloud. They took their eyes off of the fire, and they placed their eyes on the enemy. How many times have we done that? How many times have we taken our eyes off the Word of God, off the promises of God, off of what God has said, and placed them right on the enemy? And it has put fear in our lives. And fear will overtake you, and you will lose every time. When God has already promised us protection, 
God has already promised us help. God has already given us his word. And he's given his word, and I'll just tell you, his word is your shelter. It's your place that you run to. It's your place of protection. It's your place that will keep you right on target with God. Amen? And so they're in that place, but they're looking wrong. And so it says in verse 13, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. He had to deal with fear first. Now this, I want you to understand, is a prophetic word. This is the prophet of God speaking prophetically to the people. Okay? So prophet is speaking. We need to listen when the prophet speaks. Fear you not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more. The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. So the word of God is coming, and he's telling them, he's saying, I don't want you to fear not, no more fear, cut the fear off. And then he said, stand still. Okay, why does he want him to stand still? Because he's about to do something. He's about to perform. He's about to bring a performance to the eyes of the children of Israel. And so he says, stand still and see. Watch, look at my delivering hand. Watch what I'm going to do. He wanted them to see what he was going to do. He was giving them a front row seat to what he was doing. He was going to demonstrate his deliverance to his people. Amen? And he said, I'm, go I'm about to show it to you, and I want you to stand still. And he said, the Lord shall fight. He's going to show you his weapons. Glory to God. God has weapons. And he's going to show, he's going to demonstrate who he is. He'd been demonstrating who he was. They had been seeing God do some amazing things. But he said, this is going to be an outstanding deliverance, and I want you to stand there, and I want you to watch my performance. Basically, he said, there'll be a performance of the word spoken to you from the Lord, and you're going to see it right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Didn't God tell us that in February? He said, we shall see a performance of the word spoken to us from the Lord. I believe I take that. I believe God's about to do a performance. We're about to watch it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So here, Moses gives the prophetic word. And then, verse 15, And the Lord said unto Moses, Why are you crying? Why are you crying out to me? I just gave you the answer. I'm sure none of us ever do that when God gives us an answer. And he said, speak unto the children of Israel, go forward, stand, go forward. What do we do? Stand, go forward. There's no place to go. So the first thing we have to do is stand and watch God perform. So I'm just saying, he sat there, they got their lawn chairs out. They sat down in their lawn chairs. They got some popcorn. They got a Coke. And they sat there, and they were going to watch a performance. 
Now, this went on all night. Just think about it. Just think about that first wave that they heard. Think about what was that? What's going on? They are watching God split the Red Sea. They stood and saw a performance of the mighty hand of God come in and cause those waves to be. Can you just see those waves begin to separate and they're looking? What's happening to the sea? What is going on here? What is God doing? And they see that sea begin to part. And then they see the waves begin to come up. Maybe they gelled and they come into that place and they begin to stack upon wave upon wave upon wave. And they're looking and the little kids are going, Mama, do you see that? Daddy, what is going on here? This is amazing. You know kids would do that. They would be tapping on mom and dad. They would be talking to mom and dad and then saying, can we get a little closer? <laughs> Eli would run up and he would probably run right up to the sea and say, come on, mom, come on over here. Look what's going on here. He'd want in the middle of it. He'd be right there in the big middle of what was going on. Well, that's, you got to think about, this is reality. This is what is going on here. God is performing. He's demonstrating. And he's quite pleased with himself with what he's doing. And he's not ashamed of his performance. He is, they are watching his mighty hand move and separate. An impossible thing for man, but not with God. For all things are possible with God. And when we put our faith and we put our trust in Almighty God, He'll part that Red Sea and He'll tell you, have a seat and watch. Because you can do nothing in this. So all you have to do is stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That's what God is telling us in this hour. If we stay in the secret place, if we stay in that place and we just abide in his presence, that we are looking at him, that no matter what is coming against us, no matter what obstacle, we're in the cloud of glory. We're in the presence of God. We are depending on him and we're saying, Go for it, God. We're going to watch you perform. We're going to watch you, God, do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Because we know we have seen you part the Red Sea. We've seen the fish stand up in that water. We saw those big fish, those yellow fish, those red fish, whatever color fish they were. And it was for the glory of God. I want you to think how great an expedition. Expedition? What word am I looking for? Is that right? I got to tell you, I just got to preaching too fast. <laughs> Hallelujah. Got excited about it because that's what God's doing. He's going to do a performance. He's going to do things in our life, and he is going to show the world that he is God. Amen? That's what he did with Egypt. And Egypt thought, well, if the children of Israel can do it, bless the Lord, we can do it too. And they followed and they got smushed. And I'm telling you, that's the age and the time that we are living in. Because God has promised and God has said this is his time. He is on the move. He's going to have his way in this day. It is not going to be any other way except the way the Lord has declared it. Amen. 
And he's not ashamed when he declares something. Amen? Hallelujah. Then verse 19, And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went before their face and stood behind them. Woo! Think about that. I, I wonder what that looked like. An angel. Look, they saw it. Because Moses is giving a description of what is going on. And he's saying that angel was in front and that cloud, that pillar. I mean, that had to be a huge pillar to cover all of Israel and so that it would be dark on the Egyptian side. So it's no little pillar. It's no little 4 by 4 or 8 by 10 It's a huge pillar of the glory of God, of the presence of God. They're protecting the people, and they're in light, and the world is in darkness, and darkness is falling over their eyes. And when they wake up and they go and they see the children of Israel went to the other side, they try to follow. The world can't follow. The world, when we are in the secret place, of the Most High God will protect us and keep us. But we got to stay in that place and that we trust what God has said. Amen. And we know that it was a great deliverance for the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Woo! And I wanted to read something. I'm good with time. I wanted to read something because I think you all know we're living in serious times. And this is something that Brother Copeland prophesied in 2010, a long time ago. But for, he said, the world is in serious trouble. This is 12 years ago. I believe things have gotten serious. But for the household of faith and those that will cling to my word and listen very carefully and do this thing that I have demonstrated, talking about worship, he said, you know, everything is going to be all right. So we have to go back to what the word says. God is preparing his people. He's been preparing his people for the hour that we are living in, the days ahead, the days that are surrounding us, the craziness that is going on. And he said, the world, I'll tell you again, is in serious trouble. That needs to get our attention. We need to hear what the Lord is saying. He said, some very hard things are coming in different places around the world. Very difficult times in a lot of places. They're that way now, but they'll not get better. They will continue to get worse and worse and worse. It is on a downhill run that the world cannot stop. Boy, are they trying to stop it. Climate control. Let's get the climate control. Let's spend all the money on this. I can't stop it. God's already said some things that are going to happen. But for the household of faith, Everything is going to be all right. We've got to get that down in our heart. 
everything is going to be all right. No matter what is going on around, we have to go back to what God is saying, what the prophets are saying. Everything is going to be all right if you stay, abide in the secret place of the Most High God. If you stay under those clouds, under that shadow, in that place. He said, you, you'll have to make a stand. You'll have to fight the good fight of faith. But when did you not have to? You know, we have been preparing and preparing to learn how to stand by faith, to walk by faith, take our authorities as believers, stand in that place. Terry and Sharon have a great class, small group class on the authority of the believer, standing on how to use the word of God. It's a great class. Just put a little promo in for that. He said, these are dangerous times. They're dangerous times financially. They're dangerous times in the earth because the earth is weighed under gross weight of sin. This is our big climate change right here. It's weighed under sin. That's why things are happening. And there are things and places and situations underneath the earth, in the oceans, in the heavens, things that are being rattled and shaken in the earth is trying to break up in different places. And we're not to panic. We stay and we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And we know the earth isn't going to burn up until we're out of here. He said, stand on my word and it'll not come nigh you. He said, praise and worship, praise and worship. Don't, now, get this. Don't feed and feed fear and feed trouble into your life. I like the way he said that. And into your mouth. Quit living in that house. Get out of the house of fear. Don't live in the house of fear. Don't live in bondage. Don't let your mind go into that place that fear is dominating your life, that you're in that place that you're fearful over this and fearful over that. He's given us our, his word to be able to com conquer every situation, every circumstance in our life. Amen? He said, get, get on back over here in the household of faith. Feed on my word, not on the bread of sorrow, Feed on my word, look in my face. You know, he's given us marching orders to know how to live today, to know how to win today, to know how to have victory today. And we're going to have to know, to know it in the days ahead. And so I'm not trying to put fear in, but whatever may come in September, whatever may come in the months ahead, we are going to have to walk by faith. We're going to have to be people of faith. We're going to have to be strong in the word and not cave under and not be like uh, the Israelites that said, I wish we'd stayed in Egypt. God, those, grave look, those graves look so good there. We could have been buried in Egypt. They didn't mean that. And we don't really mean it. Fear brings confusion and it puts you in a place that that's all you see for as i've said and will continue to say until it becomes solid and strong in your spirit your time has come he's telling us in the midst of this storm in the midst of what's going on it's the church's time to excel isn't that what happened to israel 
I mean, it should have totally happened. It took 40 years because of the rebellion. But the plan was for them to go in into the land of, of all the ites, take it over, and excel. That was the plan of God. And so he's saying, it is your time to excel. It is your time to do exceedingly extraordinary things in the financial world, in the medical world, and all of these areas where the world is in such dire trouble and so confused. Now, is the world not confused? Don't turn on the news because you could get confused. They've confused beyond their ability to understand how confused they really are. I think that word is truer today than it was in 2010. People are so confused. They are so messed up because of lies and deceit and the things that they have come up with. They're confused. They're in fear. And they're hurting because of it. They're crying out because of it. People are trying to take advantage of people because they're so confused and they're so troubled. That is what we're seeing in our nation. That is what is going on. And you and I are going to have to make a decision that we're going to live in the household of faith. We're going to stay in that place. And we're going to declare, I shall dwell in that secret place of the Most High. I, I hear from heaven. I only do what heaven tells me to do. Amen? And I'll tell you right now, there are politicians and there are so-called business people and there are thieves and there are all kinds of demonic folks that are trying to take advantage of my people during a confusing time. I'll tell you right now, saith the Lord, you can write it down and you can know it for sure. I won't put up with it and I'll stop them from doing such a thing. And I'd encourage us and take hold of the word that I, mean, I believe things are going to change. But things may get a little worse before they get better. But we are in the secret place of the Most High. You're going to see things happen. Fear not. I have my eye on them. They'll go so far and no further. The end is already determined. I'll not put up with it, saith the Lord of grace. I will not put up with it. They have pushed me and pushed me and invited me out of their lies and their thinking. Boy, that is truth. And today more than ever. In many cases, many personalities and many people that are at the forefront of the news in this hour, I've already turned them over to a disobedient and reprobate mind. I believe that. I don't even believe things people are saying. I am the Lord God and I'll not have my people run roughshod hallelujah my people that are crying out to me i utter my word through my servant tonight and you mark it everything is going to be all right in your house hallelujah in the household of faith so it's important for you and i to stay in the household of faith and not be moved not get into fear not get into panic not be moved by what's going on around us when they talk about food shortages and they talk about all these things and we've got you know china upset and we i mean i don't even know all what's going on we got all of these things that are going on that are causing threats that are causing things to not look right god said he's got it He's not going to have his people roughshod it over. I like that. 
He's going to take care of his people if we stay in the household of faith. If we live by faith and not by sight. If we learn when he says stand still, then we stand still. When he says go forward, we go forward. You know, he's not confused. He knew exactly what he was doing. He had a purpose for them to stand still. And when they watched his performance, he said, go forward. We got to know the voice of God. We got to know when he's speaking. We got to know what he's saying in this hour. We cannot be people that are deceived. We got to walk in love, keep our hearts right. You know, shut out the voices of the enemy. However, the voices of the enemy may come to us. They may come to us in different ways and different forms. We're going to have to shut them out. Listen, if somebody starts speaking negative things to you and talking about others, shut them out. Shut your ears. Don't listen. We don't need that in our lives. We need what God has. If we're going to live in the household of faith, we're going to have to cut some voices off from us. We're going to have to cut the TV off. We're going to have to cut, you know, who's talking. Well, who's talking to you? You know, when we yield to certain things, the devil loves it. He loves to whisper lies into your ears and say things. He loves to put you in fear. And we have to make obedient to the word of God. When he says put a guard on your heart, you know what we have to do? Put a guard on our hearts. It's, it's not like you have an option. If you're going to live in the household of faith, we're going to have to guard what is going in our ears. We're going to have to protect that. Because all that wants to do is bring fear, doubt, unbelief, and it'll stop your love walk. And it'll stop your faith in God. And that's when people get in trouble. That's when things happen. That's when things don't go the way you want them to go. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the Word of God. Keep Going, you may be in a forward position right now, or you might be standing still to see the salvation of the Lord. But if you do that, you just kick fear out. You keep faith in your heart. And we are going to see a performance. I'm telling you, God told us in March, we shall see a performance of the things spoken to us from the Lord. He said that to this body. I believe... You know, churches across the land are going to see some awesome things. I believe that with all my heart. I believe people in this uh, congregation are going to see some amazing things. I believe that they're going to see a performance on some things that they're believing God for. I believe there's some things that are so set in motion for your life that you don't even know how it's going to hit you. You you just need to get your lawn chair out, get your popcorn out, get your Coca-Cola out, and sit in that chair and just watch God perform. Amen? Because He's got a plan, and it's working. And there's nothing in this hour that can stop the plan of God. There is nothing if you stay in the household of faith that you won't see the glory of God in. Amen? There's something moving. The enemy may be moving, but I'm telling you, God's got you in a secret place.
He's guided you into that area, and he said, stay there. Just stay there. Just hold steady right there. I know it looks like you're going to fall apart, but I got you in a safe zone. May look like a sea here and a wilderness there and the enemy there, but I got you. <laughs> I got you protected. I've got you kept. Thank you for listening today. We believe God's Word is what will sustain us in any situation in our lives. For more information, please visit us at familywc.org or you can download the app. Look for us as FWC Como. Until the next time, remember, you are God's best.